All right, what's up, everybody? Give me one sec. Let me post this in here. All right, so we're live. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Now, coming to you guys live Instagram and live Facebook. Um, I do have some, uh, some updates I want to update you guys on, and then we have two topics today. The first topic is going to be rejection or about rejection. The second topic is going to be about giving yourself rewards, and then we'll talk about done deal investments, LLC, and then uh, that'll be it. So <clears throat> real quick, I want to do some updates. A lot of things happening right now. Very excited. Now, I'm getting a lot of attraction right now with the goals and updates. I have people uh, texting me, hitting me up for like interviews. I have uh, a thing with um, Daniel that I want to eventually get to start doing, which I ordered some microphone equipment, and I'm going to get this thing running up. Uh, it said Friday on Amazon. It gives me the box. It's uh, what it's called. It's a scarlet box, and that's to get the – it's microphone equipment, though. Uh it's a little complex for people that might not know that kind of stuff. I'm going to be definitely new to it. So it's going to take me probably a little while to get everything perfectly tuned and, you know, set up properly. And but that's just part of uh, growing up and, and moving on to bigger and better things. Now <clears throat> that thing comes on Friday. Uh, that's going to come with an extra microphone. It's going to come with uh, the cords to actually plug the phone or cause it, because these microphones, the high-powered microphones, you can't directly just plug them into your laptop or any um, device. It has to go through a uh, sound box. Um, I forget what they call it. Uh, most of them call it like phantom power. The the microphone that I have, I don't think requires phantom power, even though this box will allow that to do it. But um, the box is basically designed so when sound goes through the microphone, it goes through the box and it transforms the sound from the um from the microphone to the box the box makes it a little bit more um it somehow transports it from that into the computer all right i don't know i don't know like the terms the technical terms on that but i'll get that box on friday uh i gotta order another um i ordered like another cord it's called like an xrl cord i ordered what was the other thing oh a stand too, a microphone stand so it's uh one of the cool ones where it, it connects to your desk and then it, it, it comes in and out. I wanted one of those. I, I, on Joe Rogan, I've always seen it on Joe Rogan. The typical one I've always seen is the one that just stands up. And I and I don't have a lot of room for that. So I figured the um, the desk mount one would be a lot easier for me since I work on like in my room on a small desk. And it'll get like less uh, less stuff out of the way. It'll give me more room to put more stuff on the desk. The other thing too is I just like how you can move it um, rather than it being stuck in front of you. And then I'll probably knock it over or something, you know, with like my hand. Because I, I talk sometimes with my hands a lot. So <clears throat> that's that's that. So pretty soon we're going to have this up and going on. Uh, it's going to be podcast pretty soon. And I got to update the video quality. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but event we'll get there piece by piece. You just got to order things, get things going, set things up. And eventually it'll move on to something bigger. Now, <clears throat> like I said earlier, I got a lot of attraction since I'm on episode. Now we're on episode 55. So a lot of people are coming to me and they're going, you know, I like your energy. I like this. People are seeing me. People are noticing me. And people are asking me about the interviews. Uh, so I'm going to get a lot of people. I'm going to try to get a lot of different types of people on here and interview them on their goals, um, what they're trying to accomplish uh, in the future. Excuse me. And we're going to try to get, we're going to try to get people on here that are motivated and, you know, they have that positive attitude and they, and they want to keep on progressing. I don't want to put anyone on here that's, 
going to, you know, say they're going to do all this stuff and they're not going to try to at least commit or at least try to. Uh, but the idea is to show you how different everyone's goals are going to be, how everyone's motivation's a little bit different, but it's to get people to talk about more, you know, get more people to talk about their dreams, motivation, and for them to, you know, because most people are scared to tell other people their dreams because they know automatically they're going to get crushed. They, they completely know automatically you're going to tell someone and you're going to tell an average person, there's a lot of average people out there, and they're going to crush the dreams and then they're going to fall back into old habits. All right. So that's why I want to get a lot of people on here that are very motivated and that's going to um, cause a lot more people to talk rather than me kind of just talking and you'll get different perspectives from different people, which is really awesome. So that's going to be soon. Um, I don't have a specific date because I got to get all the equipment in. I got to, I got to figure out how to set these podcasts up. The other thing I wanted to do um, was once I get the microphone going, I can start doing motivational speeches. So one thing I talk about a lot on the goals and updates is I constantly watch motivational videos every single morning. All right. Literally I watched one this morning. All right. Every single morning and on the way to work sometimes on the way back, normally I listen to an audio book. I try to, I try to listen to different things. I'm just the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so I, I want to eventually be doing that. If if you know me, I'm in Toastmasters, which is public speaking. I ha, um, that's actually probably what I'm going to work on after this is Pathways to get my first speech out. What's up, Ashma? So I'm gonna once I get the microphone, I'm going to start doing motivational speeches, and I'm going to start posting them on the social media platforms. So that's going to be another thing where um, once I get the microphone, that, that'll be more accessible only for the fact that it's going to be uh, crisp you know, crisp sound rather than just like me filming on like a live stream and trying to do a speech. It'll be more crisp and um, I, I can kind of put music to it and stuff because sometimes like when someone's talking, whoops, didn't mean to do that. Sometimes there's two of us watching here. I'm guessing you have a friend, but what's up? Uh, I don't know. What's your friend's name? Put your friend's name in there and I'll, and I'll shout her out. <laughs> But um, so that's what I want to do is the is the motivational speeches. That's that's my goal because eventually I want to do where I'm going to talk in front of thousands of people and start motivating people. That that's that's a big goal I have of mine. It's a big dream. So I want to um, th so that's what I'm going to start doing. And then uh, most people don't want to just hear someone talking about that. Normally they put the music in the background and it goes with the person. Heather Wrestler, what's up, Heather? Nice to meet you. I don't think I've met Heather. What's up, Heather? Hopefully everything's going good with you. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for watching. Goals and updates, I appreciate it. Uh, what was I going to say? But so yeah, so that's something that I'm going to do is the speeches. The other thing I had, which this is this is crazy. I I I um I had a dream last night of this uh this book idea, right? And it was it was really weird. I just had this dream about a book idea, which I'm not going to tell you the book idea so that someone else doesn't do it. But I had this dream of this book idea and I instantly woke up from the dream and I was like, oh my God, that was so, that was such a good idea that I took out my phone and started jotting down as much of the dream as I possibly could remember. Cause most of the time when you wake up, it's really hard for you to rec recollect uh, the dream that you had. So I'm, I'm writing down all the stuff all the good details and <clears throat> I have it on my phone right now. So I'm going to work on that when I take the break after this uh, counting class. And that's something I'm going to work on too while I'm waiting to be in a year with this company to then do the tuition payment for uh, college. So that, so look out for that. That's going to be pretty interesting because I've never, I've never written a book before, but it was such 
the perfect idea that I had a dream of that I was like, that's really inspirational and it'll, it'll hit people. It'll hit people in like certain areas that have no hope. She says, Hey, we haven't met, but you seem nice. I appreciate it, Heather. You seem pretty nice too, even though I haven't talked to you either. <laughs> but, uh, and if you're with Ashma, then you're probably, you're pretty, you're probably a pretty good person anyways. But, um, I was going to say, so the book idea, yeah, so it's, it's going to be something where it's going to be able to touch people that are in really difficult situations, but it's going to also be good for other people that aren't maybe in like that type of situation. Cause it's going to be, it's going to be more related to like gang violence, but it's, it's such a bigger idea than just gang violence, but it's going to, it's going to be like a book where there's no hope. Like this person wants hope but there's going to be no hope and he's going to get sucked into things, sucked into things, sucked into things. And then at, um, probably at the end, it's going to be something where like, it's going to be obviously like a happy ending and he's going to do more than he ever thought he could do. And it's going to be really crazy. And it's just, it's, it's, it is really exciting for me. Cause like, like I said, I just had a dream about it and I was like, all right, this is definitely a sign that uh, it, it's gotta be something good, you know? And like, so I just wrote down the idea as best I possibly could. And, that's something I'm going to work on in the, in the near future. So I'll, I'll keep you guys updated on that. But, um, but that's something that I, I like, cause I need to start doing some books. I need to start trying to get into different niches. I need to start trying to expand more. So I need to start doing books and books are a great, a great thing, even though most people don't read books, but I mean, then you could do audio too. Cause now we're all technology. So now I could also do audio books on it. But, um, so yeah, look out for that. That's, that's a good, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good book idea. Um, I think that's, I think that's basically all the updates I have. So <clears throat> the first topic we're going to talk about is rejection. All right. The second one is going to be give yourself rewards. Now, the first topic we're going to get into is rejection. Now, the reason I picked rejection is because you're probably going to get rejected, um, every single day of your life. Something's probably going to come up and it's going to, it's not going to be something that you wanted. All right. And you're going to get rejected and you're going to have to accept it move on and hit the next target. And uh, the reason I, I thought about that, that specific topic today is because uh, I got rejected today. So, but it wasn't, it wasn't really like, it wasn't anything completely bad. It was just kind of like, it's going to happen type thing where uh, like I was talking to the, I was talking to this one girl and I was like, all right, like we had this meeting today and it was, it was kind of like one of those awkward rejections where, um, you're trying to talk to the person. You feel like you're you're relating to that person really, really well. And I thought to myself, like, all right, like she has these traits. Um, you know, she has these traits. She seems pretty cool. Maybe you know, maybe I could talk to her more because I'm not going to be at this job anymore, right? So I knew I had like a split a split set second of like, all right, I got to try to take action and and ask for the number. And what ended up happening was. Um, she ended up trying to leave early. So, you know, we were, we were hitting it off or whatever. And she, and so we're playing, by the way, we're playing bowl, like we're bowling. I convinced her to bowl. All right. Like she, she was kind of sitting by her, but she was kind of standing by herself and she's watching us bowl. And I said, Hey, we have an extra lane open. Like we have, we're supposed to have five people. Like we had five people logged in, but we only have four playing. So I'm like, we could just add your name to the fifth um, fifth line and you could just play with us. 
And at first she was like, eh, I don't know if I really want to bowl. I've never bowled before. And I was like, well, I mean, like, that's okay. Like, we all kind of suck. Like, I haven't bowled in, like, an eight, you know, eight months, a year. I was like, just, you know, just tag with us. Like, we're cool. And we had, um, you know, and the, the crazy part was a lot of people didn't play. We had a lot of people from um, uh, the job I'm still at right now, which is the one I'm, I'm about to leave on Monday. And um, the one girl that was playing with us, was uh she's disabled she can't see um she she's very like visual visually impaired where she can't see far so she, she and she was bowling by the way like she out she out you know it was actually kind of interesting because like she was the definition of ins- inspiration because she was bowling and trying to bowl and she couldn't really see all right and if anyone has bowled before which anyone joining this probably has bowled before um, you have to be able to see distance in order to see the pins. And then when you throw the ball, you have to see where the ball's aligning. And then you have to try to correct yourself. Well, what happened was like, at first she went up and um, she went to bowl and, and she would just hit the gutter. Cause like she couldn't really see. So she would just throw it kind of into the gutter and we were trying to help her out. And I was like, all right, we'll take two hands and try to roll it straight. And it it wasn't really working. She would hit the gutter every single time. So we ended up getting her this, uh, like this, um, what do you call it? It's it's like almost like a ramp. I don't know what you'd call it, but it was like kind of this ramp thing that they kind of use for like for kids. Like if if um, they can't really bowl, like you know, really young kids. And she would put, you know, I'd help her line up the the thing because she couldn't see. I'd help her line it up, and I'd help her get to the ramp, and she would just drop the ball in. And we would try to teamwork it where I'd try to make it so it would hit. Let me like this real quick. So it would aim, you know, aim perfectly and it would hit the target and she would just drop the ball. And I'd be like, all right, just drop the ball and it'll go. And she'd be like, all right. She ended up getting a couple of strikes, funny enough, which I think is really funny. And the ball would only go like, the ball would only go maybe 10 miles per hour. And like, we're all bowling at like 20, maybe 25 miles per hour. And she would get struck. She got a couple of strikes. Like she got maybe four or five strikes and maybe like two spares, which is pretty good, all right? For someone that can't really see, that's that's pretty good. I'm just letting you know. Um, some people are like, oh, it sucks, but like she can't see. Like we had a sister on different things, and like so it and it was it was really hard to do that because like you know you're trying to help her out, and she's trying to do what you're trying to tell her to do, and it's really hard because she can't see. But anyways, so I convinced the one girl to play with us on the on the fifth lane. Well, I'm talking to her, and I'm like, all right. Like, like we're kind of, it kind of, you know, you know, it's cute, whatever she, she has, um, she has some pretty good quality traits that like, you know, as I'm talking to her, like she's hard worker, like all this stuff. So I'm like, all right, like the only way I'm going to know, cause there's no way I'm going to be able to know if like, she's like a good person to, um, you know, obviously go out with or whatever. So the only way I can do that is to gain more time by trying to get her phone number to be able to talk to her and then eventually go on a date or something. Right. So so what I was so what I was trying to do was talk to her as much as I possibly could, and then at the end before she was going to leave, I was going to ask if she wanted to exchange phone numbers. But what ended up happening was she, um, I guess, was in a rush. She was in a rush, and she she's like, "Oh, it's two it's two p.m. I gotta go." And I was like, "I was like, all right, well, I was like, you don't want to you don't want to play another game," and she was like, "No." And I'm like, "All right." And then what ended up happening was. Um, 
I asked her a question, which I think she took in the wrong way. So I asked her a question like, Oh, like, where are you going to, like, where are you go? Like, where are you going to go? Like, I was just curious. Like, I was, you know, trying to like small talk. Like I was, it wasn't like I was trying to get personal with her. It was more of like, I was just trying to get small talk out of her. And she, I, she kind of took it as like, she laughed and she was like, Oh, it's none of your business. And I was like, I was like, all right. <laughs> and then, and then after that, like, there was like a very, very small window. So she's trying to get all her stuff and leave. And I was just like, all right, there's going to be no other perfect time. I have to, I have to ask for it. Cause I'm not going to, I'm like, I'm not going to be working there much longer. And like, I'm not going to probably be able to see her. So whatever. So I'm like, do you want to exchange numbers? And she kind of looked at me and then left. <laughs> but she said nothing. Like she just left. Right. So, and I'm almost positive she heard me. All right. Cause like we we're pretty close and we were face to face when I asked. So the point that I'm trying to make with that, I'm not trying to tell you like, you know, I strike, I, well, even though I struck out basically, my, the point that I'm trying to make to you is, you know, you got to attempt to do something. All right. There's going to be, my friend used to always say, cause I always, I always used to be like, Hey, that girl, like I could tell that girl likes you or has interest in you. You know, if, if you want to, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty interested in her too. And I'd be like, go ask her for a number or like, go, go attempt to do something. And he would always be like, nah, it doesn't feel like the right time. And that's what you guys are doing. Like most people are like, it's not the right time. Like, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not going to do it. And, or you're scared of rejection. All right. And this could be with anything. This is not just a relationship. This could be with a job opportunity. Like someone, um, someone quit and there's a, there's an opportunity for you to progress in the company. And all you have to do is go to your boss and be like, hey, I'm very, very interested in going for that position. I know blah, blah, blah left. And I, you know, I'm, I am the one to fill that gap. I'll take the responsibility and you guys can find someone to take mine and I'll, and I'll help you out, um, you know, a lot in a higher position. And most people are scared to do that because they're scared that they're going to get rejected. It's the same thing with relationships, asking a girl or a guy, uh, you know, out on a date or, or for their phone number. Um, and you can't, like, I'm telling you, you can't think about rejection because when you start thinking about rejection, you're, you talk yourself out of doing what you want to do. So I never think of like, oh, it's a possibility that I'm going to get rejected. I always think to myself, oh, like if I don't try, then it's a possibility that I'm going to get rejected. So I never tell myself I'm going to get rejected. I, I just tell myself like, well, um, I have to try in order for something to happen. And I just kind of logically tell myself that and then I go for it. So when she, when she kind of like rejected me and left, right. I was kind of like, Oh, all right, whatever, I guess. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, whatever. And I went back and I started bowling and bowling with this guy, Paul, which by the way, like this guy, Paul, I met on there. It was kind of funny because the people I work with all stayed in the same groups. And I started talking to this guy, Paul off the bat. All right. And he was talking to me about all this stuff that he's gone through. He opened a business, did all this stuff. Um, I think he's, he's, I think he's older than me, but he's not much older. I think he said like, tw like 29 or 28. I, I'm pretty sure he told me his age. I think it was like 28 or 29 and he opened a pool business and he's working a couple part-time jobs and he's doing, he's doing a lot of work. Um, and he's, he was really into like the UFC fighting and stuff like that. And he said he had to kind of stop. He's getting, he got, he pulled his, uh, arm out of the socket and he couldn't do it anymore. But the, the point was that 
my the people I work with are staying with the the people that they feel comfortable with, and I'm over here talking to people that I don't have the opportunity to talk to, or that I would never have the opportunity to talk to, because um a I'm leaving in a week, so I'll probably never see these people again, and two or b, um they're working in departments that are completely separate from my department, and I'll never have the opportunity to probably like walk into their department and have a conversation with them. And it'll be a perfect timing kind of conversation where they're not working, right? So I took the opportunity. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk to this guy, Paul. Hit it off with this guy, Paul. Like me and Paul are like two, like we, we were aligned perfectly. Like we're interested in most of the same things. Uh, I talked to him about like Mac Miller, which I, most people I talk to about Mac Miller are not that interested. I mean, people know him, but people aren't as interested as me. And uh, he just asked me questions and we hit it off like really well. Um, so my point to you is like I put myself in an uncomfortable position and I could have got rejected at that point. I could even got rejected when I started talking to the the girl that rejected me on the, you know, exchanging the phone numbers. But, um, I, I still talked to her. Like I still attempted, I still attempted because like, you know, I, you have to attempt it. You have to attempt something in order to get something. Right. So you got, you can't be scared of rejection. Like I'm telling you, I get rejected all the time. I'm, um, also, um, let me see if I can give you another thing of rejection, but I'm going to give you a better one than just like what happened today. It, today was just the one that sparked me on like, all right, like I didn't feel that bad. And the other thing too, before I get into another example of rejection is at first you feel like you feel like you might feel bad. You might be like, oh man, I got rejected. But literally five, maybe 10 minutes, you're just like, okay, whatever. And then you're back up in your same pace and you, and you keep going right? You just keep going. That's with anything in life with rejection is like, all right, there's always more opportunity. I can always go and do something else. And, uh, you know, there's, there's always more, like there's always another opportunity out there. There's always another girl. There's always another job opportunity. There's always, um, another relationship, a friend relationship that you can build, right? Like, that's the thing I think we don't tell ourselves is like, you know, there's a saying there's plenty of fish in the sea and that's, that's talking to people in relationships. Uh, there's plenty of job opportunities. There's plenty of everything. There's an abundance of everything. The, the thing that happens is sometimes you're focused on that one thing and then you get rejected and you're like, Oh man, like what am I going to do now? Right. But if you can just tell yourself like, all right, like I'm going to do, I'm going to try again and I'm going to go for the next thing. You'll probably get the next thing. You know, because like you're constantly trying and the average person is just going to quit and say, okay, it wasn't meant to be. I'm not going to keep trying. It just wasn't meant for me to go and get another job or it wasn't, it wasn't meant for me to go get another girlfriend and, or another relationship or, you know, whatever you're trying to get and they'll quit. But if you keep going, eventually you'll get what you want. And sometimes you'll be actually surprised when you put yourself in a position where, um, even maybe in that time when you put yourself in that position, you know, you might get something that you wanted before, but you didn't think was going to happen in that particular situation that you're in. And that's, and that's part of like showing up. I've, I've talked about showing up in another episode and showing up is you're putting yourself in a position for getting like getting lucky. Um, you're getting, you're trying to put yourself in a position where you're going to get, you're going to get lucky. What's up, uh, Amber. You're going to get lucky. And you're going to move on to that next thing, right? Like if you wanted a job opportunity and you surrounded yourself and networked and did all this stuff and you put yourself out there and showed up, 
you're gonna you might not get that one job but maybe someone saw you come in and the way you presented to them they're like oh i have a job opening like all like come in and work over here right same thing with like when you're talking to like people in general like most people sorry i keep hitting this thing because i want to use my hands um most people when they're going and they're talking um they get into a relationship i'd say about 90 percent of the time they meet someone off of someone else all right same thing with job opportunities right most people don't just go online and find a job some people do i'm not saying everyone doesn't i'm just saying majority of the time you got a job because of someone else Someone else referred you to that job. Someone else referred you to that friendship. Someone else referred you to link up with your family member. Someone else referred you to go and get um, and, and get into that relationship with that that one person that was a friend of theirs or a friend of a friend, and you were you so happened to show up at the right time and you met that person and now you're in a relationship with that person, right? It's endless. And I don't think people really think about that. All right. I asked the, the guy, Paul, because I'm like, how'd you, how'd you end up working here? And he was like, I actually got my friend. My friend was um, this lady Wanda's uh, mom who was uh, with us. She was, uh, in, like, she was actually sitting next to him. And, she, and he's like, so I got it off of my friend because he said his mom was looking for someone to do part-time work. All right. I got a position at Broward College because I was in the right place at the right time. It just so happened that when I got the internship, um, Broward College wanted to film, and the guy that was working for Broward College in the marketing department was with the film crew because he was trying to help them film it and make sure everything was going smooth and and make sure that that um, that project went perfectly aligned with what they wanted in the in in their social media or their their videotapes. And what ended up happening was I ended up talking to him. I hit it off with him, and he's like, "Hey, we're looking for a position in social media." All right. Same thing with how I'm getting this job right now. Um, my mom told me there was a di – I actually wasn't applying for this position, guys. I was applying for a different – I wanted to apply for a different position in the marketing department. And she told me that um, this one guy that she knew in the marketing department said this guy quit. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go apply for this then because I'm like, it's going to be full time. I'm going to get benefits. I'm going to get all this stuff. And it's time to start pushing myself in a, in a new direction, right? So – I went to go for that, and I guess when she was talking to him about it, she overheard this other person say, hey, we also have a job um, job opening in this department, and I'm looking for people, and the person that you're describing it sounds like you'd be a pretty good fit for this position. So when I looked up the requirements for the marketing position, it was um, I wasn't really qualified. Like, I was underqualified for that position. They were looking for seven years of experience in the field of marketing. I have about maybe three, maybe three and a half roughly, I don't have nearly as much as seven um, and they're looking for a bachelor's and I'm about to get my two year degree. So I don't have a bachelor's. So I'm like, all right, they're probably not even going to look at me. Um, and so what happened was I looked at this other thing and I was like, all right, I'll meet all these requirements and I'll just move my way up into the company and maybe get to that position. Like I'll show the company that I'm worthy of their time because I'm going to move up in ranks. All right. So I ended up going for that and I got it. But that was just like by luck. That was just by chances because I showed up for the other one and it just so happened that this other one showed up, right? That's, that's showing up and that's just, and that's also linked to rejection. Like most people would have done that because they're like, oh, I'm gonna, I got rejected from the first one. I'm not even going to look at the second one, right? Like technically I got rejected from the first one, even though I didn't really apply for it, but technically I was rejected only for the fact that my 
requirements didn't meet their requirements. All right. Um, or my, um, my work, my work uh, experience didn't meet up to the requirements is what I really should have said. But most people would have just quit. They would have just said, okay, another thing that I can tell you with rejection and references. So this is a little thing with like references and rejection. Um, the reason I'm doing the references is to show you guys that you have to kind of put yourself out there and not be scared of rejection. So I went to Toastmasters yesterday. There's a lady over there we call uh, Professor Slep. And uh, she's trying to do comedian or she's trying to be, she wanted to be a comedian. And what ended up happening was she works with um, the English department for a different, I don't know if it was a school or just like a program, some kind of, some person that was doing programs for English for anyone that wanted to learn English better. And they ended up cutting her hours down to like nothing. So she's like, I'm basically unemployed. I'm looking for other places to work. I've called almost every other place and they're not hiring. And I said, well, and I was like, well, what department is like, what, what do they call that? And she's like, lingua. And I'm like, huh, sounds really familiar. I'm like, I'm almost positive at Broward College. They have a department called lingua. It sounds like the same thing. They, and we have a lot of international students coming from um, all types of different countries that get student visas and they come in and they do, um, and they have to learn, they want to learn English because they're going to come into the United States. And she's like, oh. And I looked it up for her, got her a number, I got her the number. I'm at, I'll actually talk to her next Tuesday and see if she actually like went and asked him for a job if anything happened. But um, I gave her, she's like, oh, wow, like I didn't know that. And so I gave her basically a reference to go and go here, right? So what I'm trying to tell you is everything is reference-based. Um, and it's basically like, like almost like the funny thing too is like people are scared of cold calling, but that's all, that's all, it's all cold. They're all cold leads. Like that's a complete cold lead for her. Just like me going for the job opportunity that I just went to is a whole cold lead for me. And uh, the same for um, the kid that I was talking to about, like talking to his, uh, his friend's mom about the job opportunity. That's a cold lead too. Like he might've, he might've known his mom. So it might not have been extremely cold, but he's going out of his way to try to get that job. And like, he doesn't know what's going to happen. His, his uh, friend's mom could be like, Oh, I know who you are. I don't want to hire you. Or um, we're not looking, we're not looking for, you know, X, Y, and Z that you have. We're looking for this that you don't have. So, you know, he put himself out there to get that job. All right. So don't be scared of, don't be scared of rejection. All right. It's going to happen. You can't run from it from ever. Uh, forever. It's going to eventually happen where you're going to get rejected and you're probably going to get rejected multiple times a day. All right. Uh, once you start overcoming rejection, you're unstoppable. I promise you, you're unstoppable for the fact that you're not scared. You'll take more risks and you'll put yourself out there more just because you don't care if someone rejects you. You'll get hit so many times with the rejection. That's why I actually kind of like welcome rejection a lot. And I try to put myself in a position where I probably know I'm not going to get it so I can feel rejection. So I'm not scared of like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to get rejected and it's not going to go through. All right. Loans are a great example too. This is a good one too. Um, loans. Most people get denied on any type of loan. So I was talking to this one, this one girl, Erica, all right. At Toastmasters, we talked for about an hour after the, after Toastmasters about credit, about mortgages on housing. And most people get denied mortgages on um, a loan or a mortgage on their house because of their credit history or because they don't make enough income or whatever. But the only way you're going to go and get that loan most likely is to get denied, figure out what's wrong and fix it. 
all right? And the only way you're going to know what's wrong with your credit is by applying probably for the mortgage. There's no one's going to really tell you like, oh, you're not going to fit for this unless you know a finance person or a mortgage broker that can be like, all right, do you have this, 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 and this? I mean, you probably could look it online too, but uh, most people don't know that they're not going to qualify for a, um, a mortgage loan until they actually apply for a mortgage loan, right? So don't, don't be scared of rejection. Rejection is completely normal. Every single human being, I don't care you know, who you are, is going to get rejected, all right? I've done deal investments, a business that I just started that not a lot of people know. That's why I'm branding it constantly so people are like, all right, I, like if I ever hear about done deal, I'm like, all right, I know Ty, that's Tyler's business, all right? Tyler Dunn's business. That's why it's, done, that's why it's a done deal, right? But... I'm going to get rejected every single time. Like I'm going to have to, I make phone calls and people probably pick up and go, I've never heard of that. I don't know who you are. Beep. And they're going to hang up on me. All right. So I got to get used to rejection. The other thing too, is the guy that um, I was talking to when he started, he has a pool business. The guy, Paul, that I was talking about earlier, he said he had to go door to door. They call it door to door sales where he's knocking on doors in a neighborhood door after door after door. And he goes, Hey, I, you know, my name's Paul. I have a, a pool cleaning service. I'm wondering if you're interested in, and you know, if you, you probably have a pool and I'm wondering if I could service your pool for X, Y, and Z. All right. And he said, that's how he started his business. He had to go door to door to get enough clients to then be able to establish the business. That's what most people have to do. They have to do door to door or cold calling where you're just cool. You're, you're calling someone that has no idea who you are and they're picking up the phone and you're trying to pitch them and trying to get them to, um, know about your product or service and trying to get them to go for it. Uh, what's up, Lisa Joe? Um, so that's, that's rejection. So if I could give you any advice on rejection, just go out and do it. Like you're going to get rejected most likely. Like, uh, I don't know, like it also depends what you're going for, but you're going to get rejected. Everyone gets rejected, whether it's relationships, whether it's uh, a, you know, a job that you're trying to go for, whether it's trying to get a new friendship, you know, maybe you thought you were clicking on with someone and you, you asked to exchange numbers and they're just like, I don't want to give you my number. Or, uh, you know, you're going to have that. So go out there and put yourself out there and get rejected. Because if you're getting rejected, that's a good sign. It means you're putting yourself out there. Uh, now, the next one I want to talk about is give yourself rewards. Now, this goes with like, uh, I talked about like credit last time, the last episode. So it was like 54, episode 54 of Goals and Updates. The, the reason why I wanted to talk about give yourself rewards, and this could be with anything. This doesn't just have to be with like trying to get your credit up. Um, maybe you're trying to save money. Maybe you're trying to do, you're trying to do something where like go to the gym. This could be with any type of goal that you're struggling with. And sometimes the only way to get to where you want to go with the goal, maybe it's like a job. Maybe you're at a job and you're like, all right, I want to try to like sales, sales is a good one too because you have to. You're trying to hit those uh, sale marks, and you're like, all right, I got to get 15 sales in this like in this month. So you're hitting, you're calling, you know, you're calling people every single day, and you're trying to get the sales. But if you give yourself a reward at the end of that goal, you're most likely going to try to aim for it. If it's if it's good enough reward for yourself, and only you are going to know what that reward is because everyone's motivated differently from a different reward. Now, the only thing I can say about the reward is um, don't go overboard with the reward. So like, don't, don't be like, all right, if I get, if I go to the gym uh, for, you know, let's say like two months, the only reason I'm doing the gym is because that's something I struggle with a lot. 
because uh, I'm just tired half the time. So I'm like, I don't even want like, yeah, I don't even think about the gym. But if let's say I, I give myself a goal where I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and I'm going to do that for six months. And if I can get through the six months, I'm going to give myself a reward, but it has to be consistently. Like I have to do it three times a week and I have to make it all the way to the six months or I'm not getting the reward. All right. You can do this with saving too. Say the savings account, like most people want to get to a certain amount of savings so they can go and buy something that's uh, like value, value to them. So, um, so I'd probably give myself like, uh, let me see what I could think about for an award for myself. I'd probably give myself for six months constantly for three. What's up? Uh, start, start each. I think that's what it's start teach or start. Yeah. Five one seven. What's up? I don't, I haven't seen you on here yet, but thanks for joining the live stream. Um, if I could give myself a goal, I mean, uh, a reward, I'd probably, I don't know. I sometimes do like video games cause the video games are expensive and I know a lot of people buy like multiple amounts of video games and I kind of go long periods. Like I'll take one game that I could use for like, I don't know, like maybe like eight months, nine months and hold on to that and keep me busy for a little while and I won't buy anything else. And I'll just say, I'll save my money on the, on the games. Cause most people will buy like three or four games and they'll just switch between them. And they, they don't like, they spend too much money on the games and they, they can't they have so much data that they can't get through it all. And they just blew like three, 400 bucks on video games. Same thing with anything. Like you do the same thing with like, uh, like uh, live streaming or like you want to buy this movie and you buy this other movie. And like, obviously most movies are like an hour and a half to two hours. Some of them are even longer than that. And what ends up happening is like, you can't get through all of them. Like you waste too much time trying to, you wasted too much money trying to get to each movie and you can't, you don't have enough time to get through all of it. So what I do is I just try to do things where it's like, all right, I'm going to buy one thing. It's going to last me for like eight months and then I'll reward myself and then buy something else once it gets outdated or like, I'm like, all right, I don't, don't want to play this game anymore or something in that terms. But that's probably what I would do. I'd probably buy myself like a, a game that I wanted for the past, like seven, eight months that other people are probably like done with. Right. So, or I'd buy maybe something that's, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to buy like uh, something for my car or something or something that I can use almost every single day or something that's valuable to me. Uh, it's just hard. Cause like for me, like I, I kind of, I'm kind of like really restricted right now on like money and like how much, because I don't really like buy things that I want. I buy things that I need. I'm on that point where I'm like, you know, I got to stretch as much as I can out of like a paycheck just because of done deal investments. You know, I got college. I got, I got a lot of different things that I'm, I'm generating different types of money to. And I have to, I'm on a very, very slim budget. So and I save every single day. The other thing too is like you should be paying yourself first. That's that's something maybe I'll talk about in another live stream which I'll write down is uh, pay yourself first. Let me write that down. Hang on. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. And I'll write that later because I got to get on my phone. But so yeah. So give yourself rewards. Now everyone should be doing this. Uh, most people are probably going to be like, I don't want to do that. But you should be doing it just because you're awarding yourself. If you just keep hitting every single goal and you're getting nothing in return, eventually you're going to get bored. You're going to get bored and you're probably not going to want to do um, goals anymore. You're not going to want to try to keep like self-improving. Um, you know, you're just going to be like, all right, I'm, I'm getting nothing. You're going to feel like you're getting nothing in return. That's why, they, that's why they say give yourself a reward when you hit the end of that goal 
because it it gives you like a feeling of like I did it. Excuse me. Gives you a feeling of like, oh man, I got it done and I'm ready for the next one. And now I'm going to get this reward and I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to move on to the next goal. And if you're not, if you're not giving yourself a reward, you're going to get to the end of the goal and you're going to be like, all right, it doesn't really feel like it was worth it. Like, I don't feel like it was worth it. Like I didn't really get anything back out of it. Um, depending on what, what, uh, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. But, uh, especially like with the gym, cause the gym is, is like a slow process. Like obviously you're going to the gym because you want to feel better and you want to have like, you know, you probably picture your body a certain way and you're like, all right, I want to get like abs. Like for me, it's like, all right, I want to get abs. I want to get a uh, more defined chest. I want to get like bigger arms. I want my legs to look a certain way. Right. So, and the reason why people give up mostly on the gym, like myself is cause like you kind of, it's, it's such a long process. So if you don't give yourself a reward, you're not, you're not going to feel like it's, you're really getting anywhere. Cause you're going to be like, oh man, like it's taking a year. And then I'm finally starting to see like one ab and then, you know, then another year you see another ab. So you're going to want to, you're going to want to honestly try to try to give yourself rewards. Um, and that's going to look different for everyone because you're going to be going for different, different types of goals. You're going to be trying to give yourself, you know, everyone's different on what they like. I'm just saying the only, the only thing that I would restrict yourself on is don't go completely overboard with the reward. Like don't break, don't break your bank trying to go for that reward. Uh, most people would probably be like, all right, I'm going to go, let's go back to the gym one or actually let's go for the saving one. Most people would be like, all right, I want to save $3,000. And they'll be like, I'm going to do this and, you know, I'm going to put, let's say, uh, $500 every single, every single month. And then they get to like the 3000, they give themselves a time limit limit on where they, when they have to reach it, they hit it and they put a reward of like, all right, now I'm going to go to California or I'm going to go like to Las Vegas or I'm going to go here. And what happens is then you blow all that cash. So the reward basically didn't really help you out. Same thing if like you're working out and maybe you're like, all right, I'm going to go and work out and then I'm going to eat a bunch of uh, desserts or something. Or like, I'm going to go and eat a bunch of uh, like sugar. A lot of people are addicted to sugar and they're like, I'm going to go and eat sugar. I'm going to go eat these desserts. And what ends up happening is you lose all your results. So basically this, it counteracted what you originally wanted to do. That's why I say don't go overboard with the reward. You want to give yourself like rewards that are going to make you feel satisfied and happy, but not like extreme. And uh, I mean, like you, and you can do extreme, extreme rewards too. But when you're doing extreme rewards, do it where like, once you hit that goal, the goal is so much more worth than the reward in the sense of like uh, the working out, like maybe do a year and then like maybe go and and eat um, probably counteracted what I said before. Cause I think I said a year, but you want to do like, if it was the gym, it would be like, give yourself a lot more time. So when you do kind of cheat or something, it's not going to, it's not going to completely throw you off. Or if you want to go on a travel trip and you want to save, make sure you plan out how much money it's probably going to take for that trip. And then be like, all right, I want to make five times more than what I'm about to spend. Right. I want to save five times more. So when I spend the money for that trip, I I'm way past my goal still. Um, that, that's what I, that's the tip that I'd give you. Cause that's something that I would do. Like if I wanted to do a trip, I'd be like, all right, I want to get like five times more. So that way I have a little bit of a cushion and I'm not going to blow my, my bank out or my bank account out that I just worked hard to like get all the money up. Um, but honestly, I probably, I'm not probably not going to go on any trips anytime soon just because like I went to Washington DC and like blew, I, 
I've, I've basically blew my bank out. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, and I understand why uh, people, and it was also because the person that did the trip kind of screwed both of us over and, and we ended up having to blow a lot more money than I even anticipated to do because she didn't really like pay attention to where she was booking things, airports, all that stuff. So we ended up paying a lot more money than what we originally expected to go into. But anyways, what are you going to do? So the point is um, put rewards. Give yourself rewards, and you'll probably achieve those goals a lot more than what you're doing right now. And that's something I, I – and that's me talking to myself on that one too because the gym thing, I should have a reward. I don't have a reward for the gym. And the gym is my biggest struggle. So I really need to put something in place where I'm like, all right, if I go to the gym for the next six months straight for three – and I hit um, every single week three days out of the week – I'm going to give myself this, all right? So I'm going to take my own advice on that one. So you're not just learning. I'm also, you know, that's why I do this too because I'm talking to myself basically, all right? I'm talking to myself and it's reinforcing it into myself. Um, all right, so that's give yourself rewards. Now, real quick, I did miss an update that I just thought about when I was talking about it. And then we're going to go into done deal investments and then we'll wrap it up. So the other thing too is I have a person named, um, oh, damn, I just had a brain fart. Jeffrey. So Jeffrey reached out to me and Jeffrey's like, Hey man, I really like the goals and updates. Um, maybe we can collab. And he's like, I'm doing a lot more live streaming too. And maybe we could do a collab uh, collaboration and on Instagram, maybe, um, do like a, cause now on Instagram on live streams, you can convert with other people. So like you'll have like, it splits the screen or something like that. I've never done it before. I've seen it once. It splits the screen. You have two people. I think you, I think you got more than two people, but, um, and, that way, like me and him can collab. But when I start getting the podcast going, he's probably going to be one of the first people I have on to do an interview. And then I'll probably have him as a co-host. So he'll probably help me. Um, we'll, we'll do the topics like I've always do. So like, let's say we took projection, right? I would start off with talking about rejection and then he would add on or he would start talking about the topic rejection and we'd go back and forth and he'd be like a co-host. And that's something I want to do too, which he, you know, he brought to my attention. So that's, that's what's probably going to start happening is um, once I get this to a podcast level, which I already have the equipment bought, it's being shipped here. Once I figure out how to set it up, because the next thing it's probably like scenery. Um, I'm going to start doing interviews. So that might be, I might add another day and that's when the interviews will go out or something. So like right now I'm doing Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, or maybe I'll just take the place of one of the, one of like the Tuesday and then I'll do, um, an interview on t every Tuesday with someone, if I can get someone on every single time. And we'll do that and I'll do co-hosting where like I'll have, I'll have him on for a co-host or someone else is a co-host and we'll do the topics. That'd be pretty interesting. Um, so real quick, we're going to talk about done deal investments and then we'll end it. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name is Tyler Dunn with done deal investments where the deal is already done. So you can see up here, this is done deal investments, the logo. I'm going to, I'm going to get another hat and it's going to, I really want the slogan down here where the deal is already done. But anyways, what this business is designed to do that I created is it's taking someone that's a distressed seller or someone that needs to sell their house extremely fast. And um, this works with uh, pre foreclosures, foreclosures, liens on properties, job transfers, inherited a house. Um, you're going through a very messy divorce. I'm trying to think of a hit. Um, I think there's another one. But any, any, or any situation where you just have to sell the house really fast. And you and maybe you don't want to go through a real estate agent because realtors, you got commission fees, which will, I'll show you how you're not going to pay me a commission fee. Um, and 
you know, you just got a lot of things going on where maybe you just want to sell the house fast. You don't go through the whole crazy process of uh, selling a house on the market. So anyways, so there's called three step process to financial freedom. All right. So it's three easy, easy, easy steps. The first step is you have to contact me somehow. I prefer a phone call. Um, you can text me, you can email me, you can go on my website. There's direct contact forms. You can go on any social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm working on the YouTube one. I don't really know what I'm going to put on the, the YouTube page for Dundeal Investments yet. Uh, it's going to obviously be something probably with like housing and stuff like that, but maybe like educational videos. Um, me talking about maybe some educational stuff for like housing. But anyways, so you have to get in contact with me. I'm going to ask you some very, very basic uh, questions that are going to just talk about, you know, I got to understand what financial situation you're in. So I have a better understanding and I need to know what condition your house is in. So that way when I go and get an investor onto the, the deal, I can pass that information over to them. Now, step two is then we have to set up an appointment and I have to come to your property and I have to basically just look to see the damages and I'll have a sheet and you can ask me any questions, by the way, too, either on the phone, um, you know, any, any way you're, you feel comfortable asking me questions, I'll answer them. But um, I have the sheet, we'll go into the, the property and I'll be like, all right, you have a broken window, you have roof damage, you have mold, and I'll just record it and it's going to give me estimated costs on how much it's going to probably take to get a contractor or someone to fix that, um, that issue that you're having. And then I'm going to take five pictures inside and five pictures outside of the property. And the reason I'm doing that is then I can go and show, um, the investor that we're going to put on the property, the pictures of the house, you know, the inside and the outside part. And that way, like you're not having all these people come to your house. It's just one quick, you know, I'll send them one quick, uh, you know, a couple pictures, the estimate of cost. And um, that's how they'll, you know, they'll, they'll figure out if they want to go on the deal or not. Now, the third step is that I'm going to go home. I'm going to run comps on three houses that are the closest to yours. And we're going to go by what the houses are selling in your neighborhood. All right. That's how we're going to get the average cost. All we're going to do from that is just take the, um, the stuff that's wrong with your house. So any, any money the investor has to put in. And we're just going to deduct it from that average cost. And that's the price that we're going to negotiate on. Uh, then we just, you know, then we agree on the terms, the policy and the price. That, that, that's it. And it's basically done. Then we just go into a, a contract. You know, you sign a contract with me and then I just get an investor on the deal that wants to take over the property. And it's, it's a done deal. From there, all that happens is you'll walk away with the cash offer that we have. You'll go and um, I'll actually give you, um, if you need like a realtor, Anyone, home inspectors, I'll get, I have contacts for all that stuff so I can give you someone that's pretty good and they can go and help you get to that next step of getting another home or, or trying to find a place to rent. Maybe you don't want to, maybe you don't want to buy anywhere you want to rent or maybe you want to finance another house. It's, it's totally up to you. It's your call. I have the resources to get you that next, uh, the next step. And then obviously the investor that's partnered up on the deal is going to, is going to try to make money off the house by putting his own capital into the house, fixing it and putting it back on the market for full price. And then um, the cool thing with Dundeal Investments is you, the seller, are not going to pay me or Dundeal Investments. I'm going to get paid by the investor for putting the deal together and giving him the, the deal. So that's the cool part is like you don't even have to worry about paying me commission. You just get the cash and the, and the offer we agree on and the investor will pay me. So that's, the, that's the really cool part about this. It's not like a realtor where you're going to put your house in the market with a realtor and they're going to charge you a percentage on the, the profits. So that's the cool part. Now, 
I'm trying to think of the um, other thing. But that's basically the gist of like what I can do right now. Now, the vision that I have for done deal investments, let's see, uh, I thought someone else joined. But the vision I have for done deal investments is to get it so when I get you out of the financial situation, I can move you to the next thing. So you don't have to go to another realtor. You don't have to go to another home inspector. You don't have to go and um, go and find another bank to go get a, get a mortgage or a financing to go and get that house. So that's what I'm trying to do where I'm going to start adding things on. So that's going to obviously take time. I got to go and get licenses to do that. I got to go and get educated on certain elements of that. I got to figure out how to add certain things on like a, um, like financing. Um, so all that stuff's going to take time, but I can get you to the, the point of getting you out of that financial situation back on your feet, giving you another resource because uh, there's not a lot of resources for property owners or homeowners. And most people try to go to the banks and the banks got, I'm not going to give you any more money. I gave you, I gave you a mortgage. I gave you financing. Uh, some, you know, some people are behind on their taxes. Some people, you know, are a little bit behind on the mortgage payments and they're about to go into pre foreclosure. So this is going to help those people. And then when I add the other stuff on, it's just going to keep on helping more people uh, get into the next, next element of, uh, of, of their life basically. So that's, that's the vision of done deal investments uh, where the deal is already done. That's the slogan. And the reason for that is just cause like I'm, I'm doing all the legwork. You're basically sitting back. You're just giving me, you're supplying me some information and I'm putting the deal together. So I'm doing all the legwork and we're just going to keep, you know, helping you out. So that's done deal investments. I'm trying to think, uh, I don't really have any more updates, but so that's going to be the cool thing. So eventually it's going to be a podcast. We'll talk about that for like a minute and then I'll wrap it up. But the cool thing with goals and updates is I'm going to try to make it so it's a lot more than like me just talking about topics. It's going to be more engaging. That's what I'm going to try to do. Um, every single time I ask, if you're someone, like someone's watching right now, I don't know if it's Ashma still, Ashma normally stays to the end, but um, if you can leave me feedback on what you guys want, if, if you made it all the way to this end of the episode 55, if you can leave me what you're looking for, what kind of motivation you want, um, it helps me out. Give like, criticize me, like rip my head off, like rip my head off and be like, yeah, I really hated this. I think someone put like a, uh, someone put like an angry face. I don't know why, but, uh, it's probably, it's probably the, it's probably Amber. I got into a fight with her, uh, with, uh, politics, but whatever, but <laughs> got into a fight with her earlier, uh, or a while ago, but you gotta, you gotta leave me feedback. So that way I know what to fix, what to not, you know, what you like, what you don't like. And you know, I'm kind of, I'm winging a lot of things. Cause like, I don't know what certain people want. Like the topics I come up with on a daily basis, I'll go through something. I'm like, Oh, it's so great to talk about on this live stream. Like I'll go into a bank and I'll, and they'll talk about credit or something. And like, I'm like, Oh, like 90% of people probably don't know this. So I'm going to talk about this. Um, so that's where I get the topics from. They're just every single day I'll listen to something or I'll, I'll come across like a, an issue I had and I'm like, Oh, I can pass that off and, and help this person out. Um, or like 90% of people are probably going to do the wrong thing and I can help them not make that mistake. Um, but the interviews are going to be pretty interesting because you're going to get a gist of people that have different viewpoints, different goals, different dreams. And that, I think the interviews are what a lot, it's going to attract a lot of people. And the other thing is um, I'm going to end up doing motivational speaking where I'll just post that stuff. I think people will like that. People will probably be intrigued by that. Cause they'll be like, Oh, I like, I know that kid. And that's, that stuff sounds pretty legit. Um, I think people will like that. That'll be a little bit more engaging and, uh, and maybe co-hosting. If I can get some co-hosts on here and, and we could talk about the topics and do a little bit more of an engaging thing. 
I try to do that with people that join the, the live streams, but most people don't comment. Most people just say, hey, hi. No one really comments on what I'm talking about, so it's kind of hard to have like a, it's kind of hard to have a discussion because it's not really like, it's not, it's not fast enough either. Like it's not someone talking and someone typing and then writing, and normally I'm done with the last thing I said. Uh, so if I can get some co-hosts on here, that'd probably be better for people too. You'll have more engagement instead of me just talking. You have other people, excuse me. So I think that's it. I'm going to wrap it up right now. That's episode 55 of goals and updates. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to hit a hundred episodes. So you better, I'm telling you, pay attention. Hold me to that. Hold me to the hundred, the hundred episodes. Uh, peace guys. Again, my name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments where the deal is already done. Peace.